0: All right, we are back here on the Sky Guys podcast, getting ready to do some coverage of this surprise Mandalorian movie that just dropped on us like a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Phillips. Join me today as always, Vegas Voice of the Generation every single week. Pete Consor is here. Pete, how are you?
1: Doing well. Excited to to talk about this. Um I don't think anyone was expecting this, so definitely excited to see what you guys think and always glad to, to talk Star Wars with you guys.
0: Yep. Also is here today, the chief creative officer of our podcast, Nick Frida is here. Nick, how are you? doing great uh we got
2: some big news big big announcement then i want to talk about the big announcement with you guys
0: absolutely here so uh Pete, people want to subscribe to the podcast they can do so apple podcast google play TuneIn, spotify amazon all usual suspects simply search for the sky Guys' favorite podcast platform for episodes there and uh we have a lot of fun stuff coming up here and uh i have i have a feeling like you're getting some bad batch news soon so you want to be subscribed when you get ready to do all that stuff
1: yeah i mean uh people have been asking for the trailer but definitely subscribe we have a really good content coming out that you guys don't want to miss so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the action here
0: yep and uh nick people want to follow us on social media how can i do that
2: they can follow at sky guys podcast it's on instagram and it's on twitter and threads and tiktok
0: yep you can also check out the youtube page mike phillips on youtube video versions of the podcast We see here all our fun phases all our graphics here and our props like uh our pal Lego Mando is here because this is a big Mando week here on the podcast.
2: Hello, welcome.
0: Yep, and I also want to uh, give a shout out to uh, our. We're participating in Star Wars Podcast Day on February seventh. Here, I'm going to go here, throw the graphic on the screen here. This is a special, like, unofficial podcast holiday for the Star Wars podcast audiences here. It commemorates the 25th anniversary of the very first episode of Star Wars Podcasting. came from Jedi Talk back in 1999, Pete. So we're we're taking part as well. We are have an episode coming out on Star Wars Podcast Day.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm super excited that that's happening. Um, so it's honestly an honor to be uh, and a privilege to be uh, highlighted there. So definitely very cool.
0: Yeah, Nick, that's we have a fun episode planned for that day as well. So
2: we do. Yeah, we
0: do. Uh, yeah, more spoiling. It will not spoil it. You'll have to wait to see what's coming on Star Wars Day. But we do have a little Star Wars news to catch up on, Nick. Not as big as last week's news, but.
2: Yeah, uh, so the Outlaws game that's upcoming is slated to release this year at the end of the year. And there are apparently going to be three different modes. There's going to be an open world exploration. There's going to be space missions and city quests. Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of stuff coming in here. And, uh. I don't know if uh our friend Recovery Room Nick is gonna be very high on Ubisoft trying to pull all this off in less than a year.
1: Yeah, Ubisoft is uh is an interesting uh gaming company. I think uh those three modes are all gonna be in one. I think it's just gonna be a big open world. You can do all three. I don't think there's gonna be separate modes. I think they're marketing it almost like they're separate modes, but I I think it's gonna be all encompassing. Um but listen, Ubisoft has made some good titles in the past, so I don't want to bash them too much. This one might be one of the good ones. Uh, as of late, they've kind of rushed things out the door, um, but their Assassin's Creed franchise has been doing well. So, uh, you know, who knows? We, we might we might be in for a treat here.
0: Yep. And Nick, I, I believe you want to talk about this this news specifically. the Next piece.
2: Yeah, uh, ABC uh, aired solo on their Sunday night Disney movie series this past lines of recording this past Sunday and um i think that's great i think it's i love when they do stuff like that when they well it was a little bit even cooler when they were airing disney plus exclusives on the t on the networks but i love when they air this kind of stuff and i feel that solo is an underappreciated movie so i'm glad it was getting it's i'm glad it's getting its screen time
0: yeah and from what you were telling me you said people online are loving solo right now yes every single
2: comment i see says uh, or when they, I think there was like an Instagram post that said like Solo is live on ABC tonight at I think ABC posted it, or maybe it was Star Wars. I don't know. But the comments underneath are all overwhelmingly positive on Solo. It's Solo gets blamed for the problems. It wasn't Solo's fault. Blah blah blah. Just it was a good movie. I think people wanted more. They set up more, and people were excited. I think Ron Howard did a great job. Yeah, Pete, maybe we
0: should re- we should revisit Solo soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think all of us had Solo pretty pretty accurately in our in our movie rankings i think at some point um but i mean it's 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 a little bit surprising i thought the overwhelming consensus was that solo was not liked but i i mean it's it's good to hear that people are liking the star wars content
2: yeah it sure. seems to me like it's something that disney has planted for people to not like solo yeah because they don't want people to like solo cuz they're not doing any more of it
1: almost almost like nickelback it's like planted that you're not supposed to like them but there's a very big following of nickelback
0: yeah yeah true yeah i mean we were talking about make solo two happen last year i think that buzz is gonna start picking up again
2: maybe maybe and i doubt it because i, I think they, they don't want to do it but i would love it
0: all right that's it that's it for the news department here yes that's it all right so now let's get to the main event here we're sort of we're building on last week's big news that the we we got this big surprise announcement of the mandalorian and grogu movie which is going to be coming i'd say it's going to production this year I'm assuming it's probably gonna be the first movie out of the, sh- the shoot for Disney next year here. So uh, let's have a little some general thoughts here. So uh, Nick, you're the one who brought us some attention first here. So like, how surprised were you when you saw this announcement?
2: A lot and a little. A lot because wow, I can't believe it's actually happening. A little because there were rumors of it. Those rumors were eventually debunked, and now it turns out they were true. So I was really surprised, but at the same at the same time, it wasn't shocking. But to me. The surprising part is how they're doing it. It's just, it's it's not like, um like what we thought, or this is still happening, but it's not like this Avengers style movie that is still going to happen, but like, it's more of a, the next season kind of thing, which we then found out some more news is that it's like the finale of the season. So like, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, we don't know that for sure, but I find that part to be surprising, like how they're handling it.
0: Yeah, and uh Pete, I do think in terms of this movie here, I'm excited here because like Nick has brought up previously on the podcast the concerns of oh, if people don't go see this Ray movie as opposed to the first out of the shoot here, it might kill all the other Star Wars movies. Like we know people will go see this because even in a bad season three of Mandalorian it was still I think the most watched screen property on Disney Plus in twenty twenty
1: three. Yeah, I mean I think this is gonna be watched. I think box office numbers are gonna be great. Um just just Based upon the title, right? I mean, every, everyone loves The Mandalorian and Grogu. So, I mean, I think if that title sticks, but also, too, if if people are going, there's going to be a lot more people going to this movie than who watches the show, right? You, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, person watches the show, but never saw, you know, other person doesn't watch. I feel like the box office numbers is going to be good and um, hoping the content will be good. It probably will be. Um, we haven't seen The Mandalorian in a movie format, so that would be interesting as well. But I think it'll, it'll do well.
0: Yeah, and Nick, we not mentioned it or also mentioned last week, I mentioned it yet here, directed by Jon Favreau, who is the showrunner of Mandalorian. And he's the one who brought the Iron Man franchise to theaters and kickstarted the MCU, basically. So you feel confident that we have Favreau doing this movie, not some random person outside the franchise?
2: Yeah, I feel very confident in the quality of what we're going to get. We have Favreau running the movie. We have a team of Favreau, Kennedy and Filoni producing the movie. I think the movie's in good hands. I think it will be completely fine in terms of quality. The only thing that worries me about the movie is that this is the first time that I can think of ever where there is not not recommended homework to see a movie. there is required homework allegedly even so even if it's not the finale yeah it's if it's season four even you know a, there is required homework to see this movie.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about this. Rumor. And it's
2: not another movie. Like, of course, you could say any sequel you have required homework because you needed to see in the first one. Yeah. This is not like that because it's a show. It's not even a movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about this for a minute. There's this rumor that came out on the day of recording from uh, Jason Ward of Making Star Wars. It had, he's the one who originally had the rumor that this is going to be Mando season four is going to a movie. We had original report here when it came out. We said, oh, we all kind of assumed, okay, th- the report was right this is going to turn season four condensed into a movie because they don't have a storyline I think is warranted for a full show. We heard reports from deadline and said, Oh Mando four is still in production. So I read this initially as, okay, we're going to do Mando four down the road. We're going to do the movie. Now we have another idea for season four. We're going to do some point, maybe after the Filoni movie, the Filoni Avengers team up movie, but we got a today from uh, Jason Warren, making star Wars. He basically said that right now, the plan Pete is that we are going to still have season four, but only be six episodes. And the last, the finale, quote unquote, is going to be this movie. So what do you think about this idea about doing six episodes, season four, and then wait a couple months here, go see the finale in the movie theater?
1: Yeah, I, it's interesting. I'm actually okay with it. Um, the reason being is because we we saw Mando season 2.5 in Book of Boba Fett. Um, I would consider this season 4.5. I think that there will be an ending or somewhat of an ending to season four and then the movie will expand upon it even more. Movie may set up the next season. Um there, there there might be a deadline to to when they have to finish up Mando or who knows maybe the movie is is a little bit easier to get, you know, Pedro Pascal to like sit down and actually do a project instead of having to do voiceover work, right? Um but I think it I think it'll work well. I think instead of having to, you know, it worked with Mando season 2.5 of book of Boba Fett, why can't it work here? Um but to next point if you need to have three and a half seasons prior that you have to watch, including the book above that stuff, it's, it's a little difficult. It's not like, you know, we're getting a Mando origin story that you can start from the beginning and be fine with it.
0: Yeah. I do think you made a great point considering we had a whole Mando Rogu reunion outside of the Mandalorian show. I could definitely see them saying, Hey, you know what? Like we'll have a nice six episode season here. We'll have a big cliffhanger again in the season. then we're going to go to the movie theater and see it because like, this, this is their big blockbuster character right now. That the, these two make the most money first in the end. It makes sense that we can have our cake and eat it too, because we'll get to this and we talk about timing out the Mandover stuff right now. Like there would be a show sure if they they just scrapped season four and entirely made a movie, Nick.
2: It would be. Yeah. I mean, I, personally, like selfishly, I'm really excited for this. And I think it's awesome that they're doing it this way. Like if this rumor is true, I think it's amazing because you and I and Pete, we watch these episodes the minute they go live and we and we then we come on here and we talk about them either the same night or or perhaps a day later, whatever. And then we're gonna go to the movie opening night or maybe the opening weekend at the very release. So, like for us, I think it's fantastic. It just worries me when when we're talking about a movie, because a movie, if you're only getting those diehards who are doing that, that's not very good. You need to reach out to the masses to the random guy who sits in your office who goes, yeah, I like Star Wars. You need him to show up to the movie. And that for that guy to show up to the movie, you need to entice him, either with a great trailer or a, a, something that would get him in the theater. And it worries me when you're like, oh, yeah, so there's this movie coming out, and you got to watch four seasons of a show to, to watch it, Oh, and another season of this show, and another season of this show. Oh, and it has to do with all. It, it takes place between this movie and this movie, but we don't really know that because they don't really tell us how far away we are from this one. As like, that's a lot, and that's gonna shy people away. I feel like.
0: Yeah, P. I do think there's also a barrier to entry they can remove here because I know we've seen them, especially in the writer strike era of Disney, sort of drop streaming stuff on ABC to get people size on. It. I know they dropped the entirety of uh, Miss Mar- of uh, Miss Marvel out on Disney on ABC before that movie came out. I could see them doing here. You know, like. Let's just drop some Mandalorian seasons on like Friday night or Saturday on ABC, so people can watch the show and get into the show before they do the movie. If I haven't subscribed to Disney Plus.
1: I mean, I'll say this: I, I I agree with you, Mike. I think Ahsoka is a perfect representation of how this movie could be successful. You needed to watch Clone Wars and Rebels, or at least at the very least Rebels, to understand what's going on in Ahsoka um i don't know how the numbers were for ahsoka if it was wildly popular or anything like that but i feel like there's people that haven't watched rebels or went to watch rebels to watch ahsoka so i think this still could be very much successful people like binging shows right um there's not like a metric ton of episodes it's not like we're saying go watch you know nine seasons or seven seasons of game of thrones and to watch the movie this is Four seasons, uh, you know, eight episodes a season. People will binge it and watch it before the movie if they need to. So I think it still could be successful, and I think Ahsoka is a good representation of it.
2: The problem I have with that is that Ahsoka is a show, and Ahsoka went live on Disney Plus in September or August, whenever it started. I think it started in August, right? Yes, right. And is there forever? Well, this is a movie. It's, it's coming out. I'm just going to assume the week before Christmas. That's when they used to do their movies. Who knows? And if you don't go in those six, seven weeks that it's in theaters, it's gone. So you're like mean, you're put it's like a time frame for someone. Like someone can easily say, I'll watch a soak, I'll get around to it, I'll start watching Rebels and Clone Wars now, and then I'll finish in a couple months. It'll still be there for me. It's not going anywhere. So you're going worried
1: more, you're more about the box office numbers, not because it's definitely gonna go on Disney Plus after the mm-hmm. movies.
2: Yes. Yeah, I would imagine I don't know, like I don't know, like let's say it's in theaters from Christmas until January 31st. Right, I don't think it's going to Disney Plus on February first. I think it's going to Disney Plus on June first. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, I, I I worry about the box office in that sense. People are going
0: to be like, I need to rush and watch this show
2: by this date. It's yeah. fair.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think you'll have enough lead time. I feel like because I feel like you're gonna ha- this is something I put out two years from now. So like, if people want to start watching Mandalorian now, they can be ready for season four. That's sort of the I think the idea of announcing it so early so people can say, Hey, I'm interested in this. I'll start watching the show now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they have to be perfectly clear on what's needed to watch the movie. Like, I think it'd be very wise for the showrunners or Disney to say, like, hey, look, you want to watch the Mandalorian movie? Watch these. Right? Like, just this is what you need to watch. Seasons one through four of Mandalorian and in between there, after season two, watch the last three episodes of Book of Boba Fett so you understand what the hell's going on. So I think it'd be wise for them to be that blatant and that blunt about what is needed to watch the movie. I I think people would do it.
0: That's why I think the ABC release is going to be happening for Mando at some point, because, like, they'll say, hey, like, Here's some. Here's a free opportunity for you to like put this on your DVR if you don't have Disney Plus and watch the show. So I think that could definitely happen here. Plus, I do think in terms, I agree. I think it's, it could be also in terms of Ahsoka, where we look at things and sort of say, "Hey, like we made this in such a way that like if you haven't seen this show, you're gonna have a fun experience." And I feel like if you hadn't seen Rebels, if you just saw Ahsoka from The Mandalorian, I think you still got a good time out of Ahsoka. It may not be as like deeply invested in it as like the three of us are, as we saw all of Rebels, but I think you would still enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I, I worry about that common fan, that random fan, that casual fan. But that doesn't mean it's for sure not going to happen. Like I, I still worry about it. I, I We know we're going to go. We know anyone who's come on the podcast, any friend that we've had fill in as a guest or, or, or take someone's place when they were away or something. We know they're all going to watch it. We know they've all seen Mandalorian, whatever. I'm talking to people who haven't seen Mandalorian yet at all. It might be overwhelming to them, even if they are airing it on ABC. Maybe like, I want to watch a whole show to see a movie. And maybe the movie's not for them. I think- maybe they're comfortable with that. Maybe they feel like the numbers we're getting on Disney Plus, if those numbers were in the box office, we're fine.
0: Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where they going bank on the baby, Gro- uh, baby Yoda, Grogu, like, merch appeal to get people in the theater. That's why I think their appeal is here.
2: Which, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, that ship is long-sailed. I think they're still making enough. I mean, there's still a lot of Grogu merch out there. Oh, now well, yes, because now you could buy everything with him on it. You could buy him. Uh, you could buy a keyboard with his face on it. Yep. But I feel like the the phase the popularity is not what it was like in 2020.
0: Yeah. I think I agree with that. But let's also get to another piece of related news that was sort of snuck in the press release here, and people didn't really catch it at first, and then came officially. Disney made it abundantly later on here that. In addition to this movie here, we have Ahsoka season two now in development with Dave Filoni here. They released a little sketch of concept art. It looks like it's Ahsoka and Sabine here standing on the uh on the Mortis God statue that Balin was on at the end of the first season here. So uh season two Ahsoka here. We knew it was we had a good sense it was coming, and now we have official confirmation that it's it is in development and it sounds like it's gonna be coming at some point soon, Pete. Probably in like the next like year next, like year or two going into production.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with this. It probably will lead into that Mandoverse movie. Um again, probably same thing, you know, a little worried about if you have to watch all these shows to understand that movie. But I I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with season 2. I'm hoping it's a little bit longer than 8 episodes. I'm kind of getting tired of the 8 episode format. I liked Andor's 12 episode format, and I think something is heavy as Ahsoka was, you know, we got I think it was eight episodes for what they were showing was perfect, but I think we can add a little bit more now. Now Thrawn's out and everything like that. So I uh hoping for a longer season. I would take ten. I would take ten as well. Eight eight is tough, right? I think eight was really good for Ahsoka. I think they didn't have to rush through anything, but I feel like now that there's so much that can be happening. Thrawn is off world, can be doing a lot more. I feel like it can start to get rushed, and I don't want that. So if they elongate the episodes, I think it'll give it a little bit more room to breathe.
0: Plus, Nick, I also feel like that we're going to spend a lot of time with Ahsoka trying and Sabine exploring this planet they're on, on Paradia, and seeing what's go what's up with this Mortis statue thing. We might get a recast of Balin in this thing, but I feel like there's, like, a lot of weight here. Plus, you have Ezra back in the main galaxy, all the New Republic shenanigans are trying, as he tries to get into the throne on his back with Hera. So I do think that there's, like, you could jam way too much in eight episodes you're trying to squeeze at the same time, same thing.
2: Yeah, I agree. Unless there's some sort of time jump, we don't know if they're going to handle it. I mean... It wouldn't be significant, maybe like like two months, you know, and they've been exploring. But I find this h- hilarious that they announced this at the same time they announced the movie and no one saw it because no one opened the article. They just read it. And then they were like, no one's like talking about this. We got to make this more clear. And then they had to b- post a separate thing about it. I thought that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, because I happened to read the entire press release. See, it's literally the last line. It's like, here's our film slate and Ahsoka season two is developed by Dave Filoni. I'm like, oh, Ahsoka got picked up. They kind of snuck it in there. But they,
2: just, they just didn't feel like they needed to mention it like that, and they were like, yeah, I think we should mention that more clearly.
0: Yeah. I think that was funny here, but uh, at least two, some, an important question here before we have some fun with a character draft here. We have some timing discussed here with some projects here because we have a lot of Mandoverse content sort of popping up here. We have... Uh, so I have, I'm going to put a graphic up in the uh, post-production version here, what I think we have dealing with here. So we have... Obviously, Skeleton Crew coming out. The I didn't year. even know
2: Skeleton Crew was part of Mandoverse.
0: It is. That's so, news to me. Yeah, Skeleton Crew Season 1 is in here. We have this movie. We have this four season of Mandalorian, Ahsoka Season 2, and the Dave Filoni movie here. So right now, what we know is we're... Nick, last we were operating on, we were relieved that Skeleton Crew was being delayed until holiday season this year, correct?
2: Yeah, and, and and one more quick thing before we move into this segment here. I think that the announcement of Ahsoka Season 2 this quickly, which is about three months after Ahsoka ended, roughly, yeah, shows us that we're not getting a Boba Fett Season 2. We're not getting an Obi-Wan Season 2. If we were, that would have been announced nearly
0: immediately. Like That would have been announced a year or two ago. Yeah, I think Obi-Wan's definitely done. I think Boba Fett is just hanging on to him like in case like they are out of They like, might have him
2: show up in, like, this, in some of these other shows or the movie or whatnot. But I don't think we're going. To, I don't think we're getting another show. I think this is kind of
0: proof to show that, like,
2: whenever there is another show, they pretty much announce it right away.
0: Yeah. So, so in terms of the content we have coming up here, I think this year we obviously have Bad Badge three is probably first, then Acolyte. I would assume it's probably the Ahsoka time slot in August. Skeleton Crew around the holidays. Next year we have Andor season two, and then Nick, there would be a big hole in the schedule because there's nothing else really like on the docket other than Andor. So I think this is why the rumor about season four happening, like maybe fall next year makes sense.
2: It does like make a lot of sense. And I, I am begging Lucasfilm and Disney plus and star Wars and Disney as a whole and everyone and everyone involved in that process, please do not overlap these shows. Yeah, please. I, it, please. It is the worst thing. when they do that. I don't understand why they did that with Mando and Bad Batch when they did. I please don't do it again.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to. I think now they're trying to only have to do two animated shows, two action shows a year instead of three, I think, helps. I also look, yes. I look at it as sort of, hey, like, you do that. We put Mandalorian 4, the six episodes out, around the same time frame as Skeleton Crew. Like, was like Holiday 25? You can end right before Christmas and say, hey, movie's coming in six months because they have a May release date on the calendar. I think that's sort of what they're looking at. Do like an early May uh, Marvel release? Yeah, they have a May and a December twenty twenty six in the books. I think May is going to be that one. I think the Ray one's coming after that.
2: Well, that would that would actually help with my um, my fear that that was the the Ray movie not doing well and 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 really messing up the plans of the future. If this movie does do well, I think it'll carry over into the Ray movie to doing well regardless if. People are annoyed and they're just excited to see Star Wars again because they like the movie they just saw. So I think it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, I think you'll get Ahsoka late 2026, and that'll sort of tee up your next movie, like the Filoni movie to end of 2027. That's my general theory. I don't think you guys agree or disagree on this.
2: Oh, long. We're going to be so old. Huh. Jeez.
0: But I think the timing-wise, that makes sense. I don't think they want to go with less than two live-action shows a year on Disney+. And having six episodes of Mando in there does give them something. Because I know that they Lando's not a show anymore. They might do another season of Acolyte. Andor is done after this season. So like they don't have much in the pipeline we know of.
2: Can I say one more thing on how happy I am here? Is that almost every time we get an announcement from Star Wars, it's from some random Twitter that no one's heard of. And it says... It says uh, Han Solo Two is in development, and this and that, and, and, and all these movies and shows that are. I'm so happy we got a tweet from the official Star Wars Twitter account where it's actually confirmed. There, there. Of course, there were rumors the last couple of months about this same thing happening, but we, ha- but then they were debunked. And now we actually had a tweet that just came out and said, "This is what's happening." That's it. There's no speculation. Is it true? Is it not true? This is it. Very happy about that.
0: Yeah, I think it's the right call here, Pete. To sort of like just get out, get the audience hyped up here because I know they, I think not coincidentally, this came out about a week after the uh, director of the Ray movie made that com made those comments about how like, it's about time. Women led the thing. Cause we know star Wars fans base tends to get like triggered by certain things. So they say, Oh look, we had this in the works. Let's just put it out here now and get the negative vibes out of our timeline.
1: I, I think it's cause they're confident in the projects. I think any project that they hide and try to hide and it just comes out of random. Sometimes is not the best project um i find that the projects that are announced a year a year and a half prior are the ones they're super confident about they're going to be good and you you know they're happening yes. um so i think that's more of it i think they're confident in the project they know they want people to get hyped up for it um and that's that's why they just full-blown came out and said hey we're getting a, we're getting all this so i you know kudos to them for just for just telling us instead of leaning us on here
0: i agree with pete yep so uh Next thing we're going to do here has a little fun here because we're going to do this for the Ray movie next week. This is originally supposed to be the Ray movie slot. We're going to push it back a week because this news ain't be discussed here. But what we're going to do is we're going to do a character draft for this Mando movie. So whenever we get to our Mando movie preview podcast, we have this already done because P would not be as fun to try and do this when we have the whole cast list.
1: Right. No, I agree.
0: Yeah. So what we're going to do for this beer is we're going to come up first a scoring system because appearances kind of, basic because it's only one movie and if they're either in or they're not so we're going to a couple these days scoring system here so this is my proposal here uh guys so here's what i think we should have a scoring system one point if your character is mentioned two points if their voice appears they don't physically appear like if they're on the other end of a communication three they appear three points for if they appear as a hologram on a communication four points they physically appear in like a cameo kind of role Five points of their main cast, but you only get the highest amount of points. So, for example here, Nick, let's say you drafted uh, Grief Karga here. Grief Karga communic- like, calls Mando's ship at the beginning of the movie, then he shows up at the end of the movie and is like, on the team. So, at that point, you get five points for Grief, not not seven total. Uh, makes sense. All right, so, since you are the reigning champion, you can make the draft order, because you still coming from the Ahsoka draft, so... I'll, uh, you, you beat me. All right. So it's I'm first, Pete second, Nick is third. This is a. Full- uh, the
2: only issue I have with the scoring system, and I got to speak up about it before we. If this gets out of hand, yeah. We need to be in agreement on what is considered a cameo and what is considered a main role. I know we can do that based on the cast list, but I, I just want to be. I, I think we should just combine them into one. If you physically appear, it's four points. I think.
0: I think for me, it's like I—if you go to a Wikipedia page, I'll go for example to uh, Star Wars: The Last you Jedi. You see the cast there. I, I see what you're saying.
2: I do, but it's like I think. It could, I think if they just show up, it should just be the same.
1: How, how about this? If they show up and have like one line, it's a, it's a four pointer. But if they have multiple lines and they're in multiple scenes, they're they're in a main role. They're a supporting actor or a main actor, or actress. So if, you're, right?
2: if you're in more, yeah, than because one I, because what I'm basically trying to say is there's middle ground there. And I think Pete's covering that right now by saying that. Because a main cast role and a supporting cast role versus a cameo role, I think we should do like what, what, what Pete just said. A cameo would be you're in one scene tops yeah. and a main role would be you're in more than one scene. Like,
1: yeah, like Zeb in Mando. That was, was a cameo.
2: cameo.
0: Yes. But yes.
1: let's say Carson Tava, who was in a bunch of the scenes in that season or that episode main role points
0: yeah yeah so like in the last jedi example here yoda when he's one scene with Luke would be a cameo but like for example like uh yeah benicio right. del toro dj character like that the, that, the code Breaker guy is a main character he's in multiple scenes has multiple lines agreed agreed all right i think we're ready to do this all right so just to be clear for everybody listening here the ineligible characters here are just mando and grogu because they are in the title of the movie everybody else in the entire star wars galaxy is on the board
2: that's why we're doing this now as compared to doing this, let's say a month before the movie
0: comes out when we had the whole cast list and then we're just guessing cameos at that point. Yes. And that's not fun because they, there's a chance yeah. we can all hit zeros on that mo- on that list. Right. All right. So I'm going to go ahead here. I'll start out the board here. I'm going to go ahead and go with the. co Lee of season three. I'm going to take Bo-Katan as the first pick to appear in this Mandalorian movie. I feel like that Mando will definitely end up sometime on Mandalore She's going to be the leader of Mandalore. If they're season four, she's going to have an arc in the season. So I feel like we're definitely going to get Bo-Katan.
1: All right. Am I going? Uh, You may go. I'm going with Carson Tava. I feel like he's been in everything. So I'm just going to hedge my bets here and just put him there.
0: The Phil Coulson of the uh, star of the Mandoverse, Nick. (laughs) Yeah. Season uh, end, season I, everything. I will
2: uh I, I will take my this draft in a different direction. I'm gonna take Ahsoka and
0: Sabine. Yeah, the snake picks. You're assuming at this point, Nick, you're assuming that they're gonna be back from the other galaxy before the season two of Ahsoka. I didn't say that. You think we're gonna to go to the other galaxy in season in this in this season? I think they'll just be in the show. Yeah, or the okay. movie, rather. Yeah, so Pete, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, I'll tell you what I think. I think I'm going to take Thrawn for my second pick, and I think we may get the Mando-Thrawn meetup in the movie, finally. I think it's all going to build up to that.
0: Yeah, so you think the climax is that Mando runs into Thrawn?
1: No, runs in. The, the, that's the main... I, I think at this point, right, I think we need some answers as to what's going on in Mando, and I think Thrawn's going to be behind it, so I think we're going to get Thrawn in the movie.
0: Yeah, it does interesting, Nick, when you think about it here, because we pick up with where Mando leaves off in season three is that he's sort of unofficially working for the new Republic as like a bounty hunter. And he's going to collect missions for them. I could see where he has a couple of missions in season four and then he gets the big one. And that's where he ends up fighting, running into Thrawn's people. My
2: question to you is how confident are you that season two of Ahsoka
0: comes after season four of Mando? Very. Why is that? Because if they're doing this together, they're shooting this this year. Ahsoka's still in development right now, so.
2: I so think, you, you you think it, just getting this straight, you think it takes shorter to film and develop an entire season of a show plus a movie as compared to just a season
0: of a show? They don't even have, they literally just started development on Ahsoka too. Which means you still gotta go through and more casting at the recast Ray Stevenson, pre-production, production, post-production, like. If they're dropping the ball on this, Mando are we? Movie, are we
1: talking two. story timeline or timeline of when it comes out?
0: When it comes out, release, release.
1: I think if Filoni is wrapped up and everything going on Mando, he's not going to have time to do what he needs to do for Ahsoka. It may have may have to take a backseat for a little bit.
0: That's why I think he'll be working on. You don't think for, you don't think Vice First is a possibility? No, I think for sure it's coming after this movie. We'll see. I don't but think. Do so. you
1: think season two of Ahsoka is coming after the movie?
0: nothing's coming first based on the timeline we laid out a few minutes ago I think we're getting
1: you think you think Mando season 4 and the Mando movie are coming out prior to season 2 of Ahsoka correct I do that's that's it uh, I'm with Nick I think Ahsoka comes out probably I'll go as as heavy to say same year as season 4 of Mando
2: I think Ahsoka I think Ahsoka might come out in the fall of next year
0: that's where I thought the Mando slot basically that's where I think it's Mando's 4 is going
2: so then that's like, what it comes down uh, to.
1: Hot take they run con- they run concurrently.
2: No, please no.
0: No, they will <laughs> definitely, no.
2: definitely will not do that. Those two are too strong to put them to, um, like right behind each other. But we'll say. We'll say That's that's a good that's a good debate point. We'll we'll see, because we don't really know, honestly. It depends on like you just said, Pete said, like, uh, Feloni's so wrapped up in this, he won't have time for this. But like we'll see what his priority is at the time. If he's if he's more involved in Ahsoka, Ahsoka will come first. If he's more involved in Mandalorian, Mandalorian will come first.
0: Yeah, I think in terms of that situation here, I think that's definitely what's going on. But I'm up now for two more picks here, so I will add grief carga because he's in every Mando season. He will definitely be in this movie, and I'm going to add the Armorer because I definitely think we're going to get like her checking in with uh with Din about his quest. I think that's definitely a lock. All right, so Pete now is up for another pick. Oh brother. Um I'm gonna go Zeb. Do you think he's Zeb is gonna be working with Carson Tate on this movie? I think
1: I think Zeb is going to be in the upcoming seasons of Ahsoka and Mando are going is going to be very, very much involved. So I think he'll be in the movie.
0: Interesting.
2: Uh, I am gonna round out the rebel family and I'm gonna take Hera and Chopper.
0: All right, so you're taking both of them.
2: Yep, so I have Parash, Hopper,
0: Sabine, and Ahsoka. I'm all Rebels invested. You're you're the Ahsoka show, basically. That's your that's your team. Yep. All right, so, Pete, one more pick.
1: I'm going to stick with Rebels and say Ezra. I think we are getting Thrawn. I think we're getting the culmination of all these shows together in this movie. Um, and I think this is where Mando meets Ezra. Maybe he meets Ezra in season four, Mando. I don't know, but I'm going to go Ezra if we got a throne. All
0: right. There's a lot of options here that could definitely fill this board out here. Like you Say have... Mythosaur. Say Mythosaur. <laughs> I will not be taking the Mythosaur because we have characters from other shows we haven't touched on. We have dangling platforms, Boa Fett, you could see brought into this show. You have characters Mando's interacting with here. I think I'm going to take the home run swing here. I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna say Luke's back. I'm gonna say Luke's introduced again in this movie because I think rem- if, when you get to this Air of the Empire movie, you're gonna need some way to have your big three involved in it because it would be, it'd be very strange to not have them at least like cabio show up for the big moment against Thrawn. So I think you're gonna get reintroduced to Luke here.
2: I like your team a lot. I think you have you have a team that makes sense in the the world of the Mandalorian.
0: All right, so to reset the teams here, I have Bo-Katan, Grief Karga, the Armorer, and Luke Skywalker. Pete, is making Carson Tava, Thrawn, Zeb, and Ezra. Nick is the Ahsoka show team. Ahsoka, Sabine, Hera, and Chopper. So those are our teams here. So in terms of anybody who did not get picked, who else do you want to throw out here? Because I feel like we have a lot, of, we could go for like five rounds if we wanted to. Uh,
1: Mon Mothma? Could be. Vince maybe.
0: I think, I think, uh, oh, which Vizsla? Because Paz died.
2: Oh, yeah. So, not him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't sh- honestly, wouldn't shock me if Moff Gideon showed up. Pelimato is definitely a lock, I think.
0: I think getting- Pelimato? Oh, we didn't even touch the Boba Fett and Fennec. Yeah, right. But, you know, Cobb Vant, that storyline has been dangling since the end of Boba Fett.
1: Oh, a little Yeah, I-
2: honestly, I- I'm actually expecting Moff Gideon to show up. We had all those clones. Yeah. You think one's
0: having to sneak away at some point? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like the Avatar Two thing, where like we just like, killed the villain, but now we re- we clone him and he's back again.
2: Right. Yeah. My, my 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 team entirely just comes down to the fact of if Ahsoka comes first, I'm looking good. If Ahsoka doesn't come first, you might be looking real bad. You might
0: hit a zero then.
2: Well, I think I can get Hera and Chopper regardless, but but uh, Ahsoka and Sabine, who I'm banking on being heavily involved on in the movie, if the, if the show comes, if the, if the season two comes after, then I'm getting
0: zero out of those two. Yeah,
2: I think Pete, the other Well, think- I guess not zero. They'd, they'd probably be mentioned.
0: Yeah, you get mentions for sure. That's why I just think yeah. it's good the way we have multiple ways you get points. Yeah. Yeah, and I do think the Luke one is going to be fun, Pete, because, like, if I know Mark Hamill said he's done with the Star Wars, but, like, maybe them putting Solo on TV is something. that maybe they're willing to consider the recast route, and we get a younger actor playing Luke Skywalker.
1: I don't know. I feel like Luke Skywalker's character is not in a fight. I mean, he it sounds like he's just peaceful trying to get a Jedi school go. Like I don't think he's fighting anyone between the time of uh, you know, episode six, even seven, you know, between episode six and eight. I just I just feel like he's trying to get his Jedi, you know, order started again. So I, uh, I don't know about that Do you one.
0: think they need Mark Hamill? I don't. I think this might be a sign. They might recast the role. But, like, they use a guy
2: to, like, do the face, right? Like, how does that work? Do they need Mark Hamill for that?
0: The voice, more more likely. Right,
2: because that guy, who I don't know the guy's name, the actor who now plays the deep fake version, they don't
0: need Mark Hamill to make the appearance of the character. It's just the voice at this point. Yes. We have to be taking Mark Hamill as word that he's done. Because he's he basically said it's time to retire Luke Skywalker, so... I got. It. He could be, you know, playing us all and be open to it if they give him the right idea. But like, I think like at least the character should be at least be referenced in this movie because if you're having a big crisis in the galaxy here and there's one Jedi around, you think they're gonna try let, and get him a phone call?
1: Let me tell you, a hot take for a cameo that you need a deep fake to de-age Han Solo. Yeah,
0: you could get it because yeah. I
1: can yeah. see there being a world if it's bounty hunters and all that kind of stuff. I can see a world where. Han is involved, you know, obviously after episode six and stuff like that. But that would be a crazy cameo. We probably no one would be expecting.
0: I think no one would be expecting Donald, Donald Glover showing up as Lando.
1: Nor him. Yeah, I, either of those two, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot. Let's, just, let's just be clear that our,
2: our draft here is for the movie, not the season that comes prior. The season will be a separate
0: draft. Uh, assuming that's true. Yeah. The season thing. If we get a season, we're drafting only for the six episodes that we're going to get. Right, right. And this is for the movie that we'll be seeing in theaters. Yes. And, like, we could be watching this, get this cast list, and that might inform some of our picks for the draft if they're not. Wait, let the me list.
1: tell you something. If if that season comes out and some of our characters get just <laughs>
0: axed off
2: the show, yeah, <laughs> we're screwed.
0: <laughs> well, this is, why we're do- this is the risk you do it in, uh, in January of 2024 for a movie that's coming in 2026. Sabine, and Hera,
2: and Chopper are on a
0: ship and the ship gets blown up. That would be, be the end of me. That would be the end. That would be the end of next team. It'd I don't know. Carson
1: Carson Tave has been uh, getting into some sketchy situations. I feel so. I don't know. Of course, yeah,
2: I can die. easily see him dying soon.
1: Yeah.
0: If we're following the Phil Coulson path, he's going to die in the uh, of Team Up movie, and they, he's going to be the reason they all come together.
2: But then he's going to come back to life and get his own TV show on ABC.
0: <laughs> well, Disney Plus at this point it would be like we, it actually in the new Republic rebooted. Yeah, I was just talking about um, Agents of Shield. I know I was joking. This would, this would be our equivalent. It was, it, we raised the New Republic with like secret Carson Tava, like like resurrected. From, went to like yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Went to Space Miami for a couple of weeks and got better. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to leave it here. So next week we're gonna do the same thing for the Ray movie. Here we'll have a few. Was it the Ray movie draft? And uh... Nick, that was gonna be a lot more challenging because we know one characters here, but like a lot of people are dead at this point. Whenever they talking about doing this movie.
2: Yeah, there's not many characters left to talk about. Either they've died or the characters that are alive, we've heard from a lot of the actors, they're not doing it. So I mean they could easily be lying, but then again, we be you know, I don't I can't think of one character off
0: the top of my head, so it'd be a fun draft. I did make a list. I I think it's very like there are very way, interesting ways you can go with this, but I think you have to dive back into ride like, Rise of Skywalkers, like cast and sort of give you ideas what you want to do for that draft beat.
2: Maybe I need to watch that movie
1: again. I agree. I think a lot of the actors that say they don't want to do it probably haven't been approached with the script or anything like that. I'm sure that if they're approached with a script that they like, they'll they'll consider it. I think it's more the idea of it. They're like, nah, because they knew how the first you know three went. Oh. Um, but yeah,
0: well, for a we'll long see. for a long time, we thought Daisy Rayleigh was done with Star Wars, and, that, and then she came back.
1: Right. I mean, look, if you're approached with the story and you read the story over and you like it, you're allowed to change your mind. It's not uh, it's not unheard of.
0: The only one I would sort of take his word right now, Nick, is out in driver. I don't think we're getting out on driver back. Yeah, agreed. I I, I kind of take John Boyega's word, too, very seriously. Well, I believe John Boyega recently said that, like, he was, like, open to it in the right situation.
2: I th- I thought he said the exact opposite, but maybe we're looking
0: at different sources. Well, that's for sure. I think you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it, as always, here. people you want to follow me on social media, how can I do that?
1: At Concy29 on Twitter, C-O-N-S-Y 29 on Twitter.
0: Uh, Nick, one more time. People follow us on social media.
2: That's Sky Guys Podcast. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Threads, and it's on TikTok.
0: Yep, you can also follow me on social media. Mphilips three three one. Mphilips three three one. This is going to the Suffering Podcast. We have more NFL playoff coverage coming here. It's a lot of fun stuff going on there. But we'll be back here next week with the Ray movie draft. Until then, everybody, may the force be with you.